Welcome to Estrepreneur, a podcast for entrepreneurs doing business and life God's way. Each week, we discuss biblical and practical tips to improve your mind, business, spirit, and finances. Listen along as I speak with special guests on how to thrive in all aspects of life. Hi, I'm Edna, a certified John Maxwell executive coach and trainer and founder of Favor and Wealth, where we help the good guys win. So tune in as we bring on the light. Well, hello, everybody. Good afternoon. Good morning. Good evening. Wherever you guys are tuning in, this is the Estepreneur Podcast, and I'm excited about today's guest. Um, One of the industries that has been on my heart for the past few years is the entertainment industry. As you all know, the entertainment industry is um, definitely an interesting industry, um, and I believe that it's important for us as the leaders of this generation to be able to provide other avenues for entertainment, especially if you want to go into entertainment. And our guest today um, equips um, individuals to um, succeed in that particular arena while not following the world's way, but God's way. And that is... um, such a, a gosh, it's been something that's burning in my spirit that I think we really need. And so I'm very excited to have a special guest today. Her name is Katrina Fryson, and she is based in Atlanta, Georgia. And she's going to be sharing with us some of the things that she's seeing in the industry, some wisdom nuggets, some uh, of her journey, um, the things that she's learned. And um, I know that she is going to be such a blessing to all of you guys who are listening today. So um, definitely like, comment, share if you guys have any questions. We obviously want to make sure that this is a valuable podcast to you. And so, you know, you know, come and engage with us. That's the whole point of this. Um, and so we'll look forward to your comments. So without further ado, let me go ahead and introduce Miss Katrina, um, who I am, again, just, um, just after reading her bio and, you know, you know, doing my little bit of research on my part about what she does. It's really, um, I'm really looking forward to what she has to say in, in, um, in, in this show. So Katrina, tell us a little bit about you, your family, and then let's talk about your business and what exactly you specialize in. First off, thank you so much for having me, Edna. It is truly an honor to get an opportunity, one, to share about uh, what I do in my business, um, but to also share just the wonderful things God's done in my life and in my business. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I was born and raised in Saginaw, Michigan. Mm-hmm. And uh, I really, it was a time where I had parents who loved music, who loved movies. I had young parents. And so I was early exposed to entertainment. I always uh, watched the Grammys, always watched yeah. all the award shows and, you know, um, all kinds of, every time someone was on TV, you know, singing or, you know, anything uh, performance wise, I was right in front of that television. And the thing about it is, I knew early at 12 that I wanted to be in entertainment. I, you know, people said, well, what do you want to be when you grow up? I wanted to be a singer. And um, little did I know, because it was something that I prayed for, literally. Mm-hmm. I grew up in church yeah. um, and, you know, was taught in Sunday school, you know, if you, you know, want something, you know, ask of God and that sort of thing. And yeah. I felt like even at 12, I wanted to make an impact. I wanted to be on the stage and be able to um, touch people's lives. And, you know, who thinks of that at 12 years old? But for some reason, I felt like this is something I really want to do. Yeah. And, um, at the age of 15, I was approached by um, a manager to join a girls group. Okay. I became the lead singer of that group wow. and started recording right away. So I literally started singing professionally when I was in high school. Wow. And although I was going to school, I was a cheerleader, I was in activities, you know, I was doing in church choir and all that kind of stuff, but I was still recording studios, traveling, touring. I was doing all of that at that age. By 19, because I I went to college uh, as a mandate by my mother. (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love that? I wanted to go straight into show business. 
like and just move to LA and make it happen. Yeah. She's like, no, ma'am, I think you need to go to college first. And I ended up going to Morgan State University, which was one of the best decisions in Baltimore, Maryland mm -hmm. that I have made. And I majored in music. And in my program, we had the opportunity. I sang in the university choir mm -hmm. and we toured the country. Wow. Germany um, in music and I loved it. Um, it was just, it was great preparation for me. And during that time, while I was in college, I started acting. <laughs> I, won a, I, I was involved in pageants and I won a pageant that led to a modeling contract. It was just like one wow. thing after another. So my early life, I've done a whole lot more than most people do. Yeah. Before the age of 21 you know, that people aspire to do in a career. Yeah. Um, but just so many lessons and so many things that I got to experience and so many places I've, got, I've gotten an opportunity to travel. Yeah. The thing that happened when I graduated from college, my senior year, I had the opportunity to do a film, to go back into modeling, to, you know, to do a bunch of stuff that I had put on the shelf or, you know, hadn't really focused in on because I was studying. Yeah. But what ended up happening is the Lord led me to do full-time ministry mm. and really sent me specifically to Richmond, Virginia, um, to work for a ministry that I, that changed my life forever. I thought, Richmond, Virginia, are you, <laughs> what? It, it was confusing. That's yeah. not a same town at all. Yeah. And, um, the thing that he said to me is that, you know, I want to sanctify your life in such a way that what I have for you, you are fully prepared to do. Mm. And I didn't understand what that meant at the time, yeah. but I knew I had heard his voice. Even though I didn't get all the details, I knew I was supposed to go to Richmond and work for the ministry. And so I literally put entertainment away. He had given me, I guess I should rewind, he had given me a vision for a company. Mm -hmm. Now, I, mind you, I said just a few minutes ago, I majored in music. Yeah. And so I thought, Lord, if you wanted me to do a business, why didn't you tell me this like right before my freshman year when I was picking a major? Like I could have. Yeah. Yeah. But Mike knows, he knows all of it. He knows it when we don't know. And so he gave me the vision for Banner Communications. Back then at 19, he gave me the vision. Now, the interesting thing is when he sent me to Virginia, I served in ministry. You know, I did a lot of different things. I worked as an administrator in an, in an office, but I also was on the praise team in the mm -hmm. choir. I worked with children's ministry. I did missions. Mm -hmm. You name it. He, he took me all over the church, which yeah. eventually became very key later in life. Um, but the thing that happened at the age of 26 I was sitting in church, literally just a regular Sunday. Mm -hmm. My pastor is preaching in the middle of his sermon. He stops and looks at me. Now I'm in the middle of the, this 300 member congregation. And he says, the Lord has put entertainment on your heart and you've been, you've been working and trying to make things happen. But this is the time that God says to pull your plan out and get it into action. This is the time for you to do it. And then he goes back to preaching like he never said anything. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. sitting there stunned like, like what? <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah. But of course, I was ready. Like I literally ran home from church. You know, not, not literally ran home from church. But yeah. I got home from church and pulled out my business plan. Yeah. And I I started. I mean, I was young. I didn't know anything about business. I had to read tons of books in the library, but I learned how to get it incorporated. You know, I just had a plan and I had a, some wonderful, faithful friends who were my staff who committed to me for one year to be my staff mm -hmm. and help me get things together so yeah. that I could get clients. And that's how Banner was born. Wow. Wow. How long did that process look like from the time um, you heard the, vo the word of the Lord over you to get, you know, now is the time to having your business live and ready for you to um, get new. How long was that process? How did long did that? That was about, what, seven years? Um, let's see. I was 19 when I got that vision. Yeah. 26 when I started. Yeah. 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 So for you guys who are listening, as you could see, um, 
some things, you know, is a, is a process, you know, there's a time factor yes. to it. And, um, and I think sometimes we get, sometimes we try to jump ahead, especially for yes. eager, we're excited, you know, yes. we're like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to be a millionaire or whatever it is that the Lord told you. And then we go ahead of God's timing, not understanding that, you know, there is a journey, there is a process that you have to kind of go through. Um, yes. Before we talk about, you know, a little bit more about your business and what you specialize in, let's talk a little bit about you, Katrina, about you and your family. Um, I know you're based in Atlanta, Georgia. Do you have kids, you know, uh, family, so forth? We'll talk about that. Got it. Um, well, yes, I currently live in Atlanta, Georgia. Um, I am married to a wonderful husband of 15 years. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, we have three children. Uh, they are 11, 12, and 13. <laughs> Ooh, teenage years. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. And we are having a wonderful time with that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I, I absolutely love motherhood. Yes. Um, it's given me the opportunity to really, I mean, the, the, the blessing to raise children is, is exactly that. It's a blessing. Yeah. It's hard work. It takes endurance. It takes a lot of wisdom and organization, but the most rewarding thing you could ever do. And um, I'm just very excited and very happy and blessed to um, be with my family. So uh, we're here. Um, my mom also lives here, um, not with us, but in the same area. Yeah. Um, and so she's been very helpful in terms of, you know, helping me with kids when I'm traveling and doing things for work. Yeah. Um, it's really been uh, a great to have her because we've lived in different states for a while. But yeah. She's recently come here, so we're excited. So I'm going to ask you this question that I, I like to ask. You know, obviously you have a family and you have a business. And, and you know, how do you balance all of that? You know, what are some strategies or some wisdom nuggets or, you know, if you have any, how were you able to, you know, ensure that you made your priorities, obviously, you know, the way God intended it to be, but also manage that particular arena? Yeah, I kind of work in seasons, if that if that makes sense. Um, and there are seasons of the year where, where work for me is really busy. Yeah. And so I kind of prep everybody in the house um, and all my help outside the house. Okay, this is what's happening. This is the project I'm working on, or, you know, mm -hmm. and so I'm going to be really busy working on this and that. And they all know. So, and then I give my expectations on, okay, so mom, mom needs you guys to do this and that, um, you know, hub, hubby, I need this and that from you kind of thing. So there, I put them on notice basically yeah. when I'm really working on things yeah. and I try to set a schedule. I'm the first one up. Mm -hmm. uh, so I, I get a lot of before noon. Uh -huh. Yeah. And, you know, before COVID, of course, when my children go off to school, then I'm, you know, again, I've, I've got time to work. My mm -hmm. husband's at, at work, that kind of thing. But what I've also learned is that when I'm with them, I'm, I'm the one who plans the vacations mm -hmm. and the times away. And when we're away, we are away. So in other words, I, they have my undivided attention on vacations. We have family movie night, um, you know twice a, a month, um, you know, there are times of designated times that we have together and we don't, I don't let anything interrupt that as much as I may have certain things for work on my mind. Yes. Um, they have my attention. I don't take calls, you know, I turn yeah. the phone off, you know, just different things like that, that are helpful. Yeah. Um, and so that kind of keeps my balance in the summertime. Of course, when my kids are home, I adjust my work schedule again yeah. so that, okay, these are the times like right now, my children are asleep because they stay up late playing video games and watching TV. So morning yeah. times I get all my stuff done before I know they're going to get up and be, you know, but I plan activities for them and, and teach them, you know, even though they're not going to school, they come mm -hmm. to mommy's school. So yeah, I, that's the best time. I want to teach them during the summer before they get to school, you know, that kind of thing. So yeah. that helps. Um, and, it, and, it, and I have great people. I mean, my husband is awesome. He's very supportive. My mom is very supportive, you know, and we have friends, you know, that are that are supportive as well. So I have a good support system in helping me, you know, where I need help. Yeah, and that's so the prayer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, that's really huge. And you said you said a few key things um definitely um 
being having that support system, especially in your journey in entrepreneurship, is important because obviously, you know, entrepreneurship is ups and downs, and having that, you know, emotional support, physical support, prayer support, whatever it is, um, or even someone that you could just um, share ideas with and bounce things off of, those are all important. Um, I love that, that you are also very intentional with your time and designating. Um, specific times for family time is huge, you know, and I always heard, um, I don't know if I always heard, but it was a bit of my spirit that when you're doing something, be a hundred percent there. So let's say you yes. focus on your business, a hundred percent focus on the business. If you're a mom, yes. focus on hundred percent being a mom. If you're in a wife, everything else is, and that's when you're able to see more um, outcome and production from your time because you're not being spread out you know, yes. different factors. So you could be um, really um, um, just uh, like targeted to whatever that specific task that you're doing. And um, obviously you'll mm -hmm. get the results. So thank you for sharing that. Now let's talk about your business and talk to me about, you know, what do you, what exactly does your business specialize in? What do you help your clients do? Okay. Um, Banner is specific is a company specifically designed to educate, train, and promote performing artists with an allegiance to Jesus Christ. So our mission is to create medium that promotes faith and family and community. Yeah. Um, we help those believers who are desiring careers in the entertainment navigate that. Yeah. Um, some for some it's brand new artists that want to be in the industry and so we train them you know whether that's voice acting modeling you have you name it yeah um and preparing them and giving them tools to go into the industry it may be an established artist who already has a following but they're wanting to go to that next level mm -hmm. and so we do coaching in terms of being able to help them navigate those you know areas yeah um and then and training those who want to work behind the scenes someone who you know wants to be an assistant or work in production, you know, that sort of thing, um, being offering courses and trainings to be able to do those things as well. Now, is there a specific uh, minimum age? Like I know you, I know obviously entertainment, they have child um, actors and is there a specific age that you, you specialize in or do you work with all age groups? Generally um, take clients at the age of 13 um, on up. Um, Cause in that time and, 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 when I, if I look back on clients, my, probably my youngest client has been maybe, oh, I had a one 12 year old one time who snuck in, <laughs> but generally around that 15, um, 15, 16 age is, is, is my clientele. The bulk of my clientele may be college age students. Um, and I've had, you know, adults as well who are even older than, than, than I, but yeah. Yeah, so 13, you know, it's kind of where I start taking them or when parents, you know, contact me and say, I'm, I'm looking to get my, my child involved. Yeah, so Katrina, you mentioned that you travel. So your clients doesn't have to be in Georgia. They be, any, like, do you have clients, like, globally, like, oh, like overseas, or are they mostly in the United States? Just so we know the audience can understand if they want to work with you, where do they have sure. to Sure. Mm -hmm. Well, the, um, up until two years ago, all of my clients were in the United States. And then um, I uh, obtained a client um, just in a conversation at a, a conference or a nice. festival that I was attending in Florida. Um, and I, I managed to get a client who lives in Canada. Mm -hmm. And so she was like our first international client, which we loved so so much um and so in this in this wonderful uh i guess i shouldn't call it wonderful but in this interesting time of covid what we're doing now is converting some of our local courses um to digital yeah so that anybody in the world that wants to take our courses can go online and actually take them and they can have online access to to me to our trainers so that you know um we're able to make that global reach. So I'm very excited about that. Um, we've been busy working on that since we've been in quarantine. 
Yeah, I'm really, um, I'm a big, when it comes to technology, I mean, the, the, it's, it's, you're, you're, you're limitless, really. Um, now you have access to so many different platforms that allows you to um, provide your services across the world um, with yes. a, a button. And, and that's just, I mean, who would ever thought that that would even be possible, you know? And so now yeah. you could be, literally be a global business without doing what a lot of the other global businesses have done, you know? Yes. So praise God for that. All right. So tell us a little bit about your journey and how you came to know Jesus. I know you said you grew up, you know, you grew up in the church, um, but you know, when was that time? Cause I know a lot of us, you know, people have grown up at the church, but when was that time when you're like, okay, this is more than just accepting Jesus Christ since my life. So I won't go to hell, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I really want to get to know you, Jesus. And I really, I, you know what I mean? Tell us, talk to us about that. Okay. So yes, I did grow up in the church, meaning, you know, I was at church every Sunday, Sunday school, church, you know, the whole thing. Um, and, and, and really liked going to church. I really did. The interesting thing is during the time when I was in high school and I started singing professionally, I really started getting a conviction about singing on Sunday to the Lord mm -hmm. and then spending the rest of the week singing a bunch of other kind of music. Mm -hmm. And the interesting thing about that, you know, I felt torn. Mm -hmm. And instead of, and the, and the decision I made was, I'll just stop singing in the choir. <laughs> Since these people are paying me, I'll just sing this, <laughs> I'll sing everything else. Interesting decision. But what I learned in that decision um, is that it, there was a fight when by the time I got to college, there was a fight or, or a pursuit. I felt like God was pursuing me and saying, I really want you to sing for me. Yeah. And I kept refusing. Um, and I kept having these long drawn out conversations with the Lord saying, God, I mean, really, these are the reasons why I need to sing R&B or why I really need to sing right. this. or that. I mean, I just had all these reasons. And I, it's like I could see his face in heaven saying, really <laughs> that's where we're going <laughs> and so um the funny thing that happened um or not so funny thing in my sophomore year of college i was i um i lost my paternal grandmother and was very devastated over that i really was angry with god over that situation and so i decided not to go to church anymore i decided not to read my bible say my grace I was just really upset with God because I felt like he did not warn me or give me time or, or you know the opportunity to say goodbye or anything and I was very angry with him about that and so I started hanging out um partying you know just with with a, a different crowd of people that I really shouldn't have been hanging out with and um in that time just things started to decline, meaning I was, I was a 4.0 student and I literally went in a, in a year's time from that to 2.5. Like I was sleeping through class or not going to class, just being yeah. crazy. And um, I remember going to a party uh, with some friends that I shouldn't, I was even too young to be at that party, mm -hmm. but they got me in. Mm -hmm. And so there was, you know, all these people. Now I'm one of those kids, I, you know, among this group of friends, I'm the designated driver. Everybody, you know, they drink. And so I drive everybody home, even though I don't drink. Yeah. And um, that night, that was the plan. I'll just go to the party to be there to drive everybody home. But when we got out and we, the party was interrupted because people started fighting, there were shots fired. It was like crazy. Wow. And um, the thing happened where we were on our, we were getting ready to go back to campus and the girl whose car we were in, who owned the car, she insisted on driving. Mm. And as much as we tried to argue with her, she insisted on driving. And so we're in this car and some friends of ours, we are the light down the street from the campus, maybe a mile. Yeah. Some friends that we knew from campus pulled up and, and um, invited her to a drag race, which she obliged. I'm in this car, 
I know, I know it's over for us. I know that I am not going to see my next birthday. I literally am in the car saying, Lord, I am so sorry. I cannot believe I'm in this car. I cannot, you know, I'm just saying every prayer I know to pray. And I'm just like, Lord, please just get me out of this car. And we make it safely to campus. Yeah. And of course, I jump out of the car. I go straight to my room. I fall right on my knees and repent for everything that I had been doing that whole year. Yeah. And I said, Lord, and you know, if you take me back, I promise you, I will never leave you again. I will never do this again. And literally that next day, I, um, I severed some ties from people. I got my Bible out. I mean, I literally, it was, it was just a complete, uh, change in terms of my focus Yeah. and pursuing a really serious relationship with God. New friends came. I, I was invited to a Bible study. I'd been, I hadn't been to Bible study and I don't know how long. Yeah. And I, you know, it just was a reconnecting, um, to the father and really learning, who I am, who I was in him. Yeah. Um, and so it's been, I've been with him ever since. That's amazing. That's so, I, I love that. You know, God will get his attention, your attention, you know, um, whatever way he's going to do. And then, trust me, the sooner you get it, you give it to him to be better. Yes. Because you know, <laughs> oh my gosh. I've heard so many stories that, oh my gosh. And I obviously we all have our own journeys, but my gosh, don't even get me started on that. So <laughs> For those of you guys who are listening, if you guys are just turn, okay, you don't need, you know, a, a something, you know, huge to happen to your life for you to turn to him because yes. he's, he's, he, the thing about God and I love about him, you know, he's definitely gentle and he's very, you know, loving and kind, but when he has a purpose and agenda that he wants you to accomplish, he will do whatever he can to make sure that you get back on that path that he has set before you because he loves us that much. Right. He loves us that much. So tell us about your why. Why do you do what you do? I do what I do because I believe without a doubt that it is what my call is. Um, in the process of, one, getting the vision for my company, what I know is that I'm, I'm called to teach. Yes. I'm called to teach a, a specific group of people. That's talented and creative people. Yes. To look, to live lives of worship. That that what they do in terms of their talent is worship. Their interaction, their everyday lives are worship. Yeah. They're connected into the family of God. I know that this is what I'm called to, and it, it it's my divine assignment for the rest of my life. Yeah. And I want at the end of that life when I'm standing before him and he's, I want him to say, well done. Yeah. I want him to say, you did exactly what I needed you to do. Yeah. And, and welcome, you know, um, yeah. welcome into heaven. I, I'm looking forward to that. And I, I consider it to be my life's work. Yeah. Yeah. And I, my God, you've said so many important things and, and I, you'll notice that those who have who says the same thing, like as far as, you know, well, I want to hear the words of the father says, well done, my good and faithful servant. They're yeah. really in the middle of their purpose and their call. You know, they're right there in the path and they knew, know exactly, they have no doubt, no question in their mind that that's what the Lord has ordained for them to do since the beginning of time. Yeah. And, you know, being in that position of knowing that this is exactly where you need to be, how freeing is that Katrina like how has it helped you make decisions in your life when I'm sure opportunities come you know to do other things but how has that knowing your identity knowing your purpose how has that helped you um, stay focused on what it is that God has called you to do there is amazing clarity about everything in knowing what you're called to I talk to my, when I talk to even prospects or even my, especially my clients, yeah. um, it is more than getting a, vo a vocal class or, you know, coming to a modeling camp. It's more than those things. It's yeah. really discovering what you're called to. And, and I have found, I've had students that said, you know, I thought I wanted to be a model. But I really found out my calling is in another area of fashion. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. and, and I consider that a win because 
it's more important. You may do a lot of things in life, but doing what God called you to is the most important. Great. So because yeah. I know what I'm called to do, I know what's not for me. I know who's not for me. Yes. I know the direction in which I need to take my, you know, my family into, you know what yes. I mean? I, there are certain decisions that um, I needed to make. There's, you know, even in, in dating my husband, yeah. you know, I knew the type of husband I needed, you know, and, and even in raising my children, even though the way in which I raised my children may look different from another mother. Yes because of the call on my life, yes. this is the way in which I need to raise my own. And yes. so there's such clarity in that. And I am able to be a light to other people because I'm walking in my calling. That's right. I believe that there's a generation of people who are impacted by what I do yes. because I'm being obedient to what God has said for me. Yes. Yes. I love everything you said. You know, there's no, there you can't make it even more, make it any more plain than what you just said right now. Um, so we talked about a lot of your successes and obviously the things that God has been able to do um, through you. Talk to us about maybe a challenge, like probably the biggest challenge you face in your entrepreneurship and in your, in your business and how were you able to overcome it? You know, and I was thinking and thinking about that, um, I guess I would have to say one of the biggest challenges has been um, that change. When I started my company, I started it, it was back in 1996. Mm -hmm. And it was during that time where people, in terms of there was flyers, mm -hmm. direct mail, you know, um, there, were, there were a certain, there was a, just a certain way in which people did business. Yes. And then... I moved um, to Atlanta and I was in a different market. And of course, by that time I had taken a break, I got married and I took some time off. Um, and during that time off, um, everything went, we went from, you know, from CDs to digital, everything went digital. Mm. And I had to learn the industry completely over again because the way of doing business was completely yeah. Email was more prevalent yeah. than went into social media, yeah. you know, and so all these different things. And it seems like every decade or less, there's new technology to learn and yeah. new platforms to learn and, and ways of doing business. Even what we're doing right now by being on a, a Zoom call is a different yeah. way yeah. than what it was before. Yeah. So um, to be able to keep my company um, on the cutting edge of technology, I've had to become even a more of a student and yeah. learning those process and training, you know, the people I work with to, to have those processes so that we can best serve our clients and be competitive. Yeah. Um, that's been a challenge because of course, when you've got to, that means you got to take courses, you got to buy books, you got to, you got to spend more money and allocate more funds to do those things. And I've had yeah. times where I really didn't necessarily, I had to be creative. Yeah. You know, I'm a library uh, rat. <laughs> I, I stay in the library when I can't buy books, you know, or when I can't get certain resources, that's where I'm going to find it. Yeah. And so, um, that that has been a challenge it's uh, you know it's better it gets easier because i've resolved in my mind that hey i want us to be ahead of the curve yeah uh, so we work towards that but i i've gone through that process maybe three times uh since we've been in business in mm -hmm. terms of just changing with the times yeah and that's so important i mean in, you know solomon said that there's nothing new under the sun right everything has been done already it's yeah. just the method of doing it you know if you look at the phone or even computers or anything that we have it's there's always been some type of solution but it's the packaging the way we do things um, it's kind of like god you know he's a progressive god you know he always his, he's ever present, you know, the things that happened like 10 years ago, the way he did his work 10 years ago is not the way that he's doing the work now. And it's important for us entrepreneurs or even just people in general, you know, leaders, professionals, whatever it is to make sure that we are um, embracing change because it's inevitable. You know, there's no way that we could stay the same and expect to see, you know, 
success. You have to definitely evolve um, because that's just how life works. You know, there's always going to be ways to save time, save money, make money even better. And most importantly, just improve your lifestyle because I think a lot of, so one of the things I do, Katrina, is I mentor a lot of young high school girls um, okay. about, you know, the challenges of life and everything. And one of the things that I really um, focus on is equipping them to know that, you know, there is always going to be something that's going to come up that will be um, helping them um, simplify a process that could be like, should be a long process could be simplified to take advantage of those right yes because i'd rather save the time the headache the pain you know whatever it is to shorten the process the learning curve versus yes. doing it the long way because you waste so much time and so yes. um i love that you and your your team does that and it's so huge it's a good takeaway for those who are looking to do business in the long run um, adapting and staying relevant and being innovative in their solutions is key um, to be able to sustain um, your business um, in the future. Now, let's talk about how you incorporate biblical principles. Obviously, you know, I know you, you mentioned Jesus Christ, but talk, give us a, one example of how you incorporate biblical principles in your business. Okay. Um, in for, in for, for example, yeah. when I'm doing courses and I'm working with clients, um, I do an onboarding um, session with them in terms of just getting to know who they are and they fill out a questionnaire and I kind of go through it and ask follow-up questions concerning it in terms of what their dreams and their goals are. Yeah. But I also want to know who they are and, you know, just really like some, like, um, some of the questions you asked me today, you know, I want to know how they come to know the Lord, where they are with the Lord, because sometimes they don't come as believers already, yeah. um, you know, but they, you know, they may say, I believe in God or, you know, he's okay. I don't really go to church, <laughs> you know, that sort of yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so then in, in the coursework, like literally with every curriculum that we offer, all of our curriculums are based on biblical worldview. I teach a course called the Queen Class mm -hmm. for pageant contestants. It's yeah. trained to help them to compete. And I know when I was a pageant contestant, I studied the Book of Esther. Mm. It helped me to prepare to compete. God gave me specific revelations in terms so of my good. preparation mm -hmm. to, be, to become the queen. Yeah. And I teach from that lessons, from those principles, show them, you know, this is what, what she did, you know, this is what she ate, this is how she dressed, this is how she prepared her body, this is the so wisdom good. she sought God for, and this is, you know, this was her prayer life, these are different things, and so I teach my clients based on what the word of God says, you know, in for an actor's course, you know, Israel, I'm sorry, Ezekiel, um, was very, um, was very, um, wasn't he the, let's see, the one who laid on his side? Yes. Um, for the people? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was a visual of what God wanted, to, the point in the lesson God wanted to teach them. Mm -hmm. And he was the one demonstrating it. Yeah. And I relate that to acting. As actors, we convey. Oh, good, yeah incorporate you know we're we're a visual demonstration of a certain message or a certain theme in a play in a film in a television show and so that's kind of how I use biblical principles I take those you know sometimes my clients come to me and every artist we're project to project based as an as talent and so sometimes finances are very uh strained yeah. um, at times yeah. and so I pull all of the scriptures that speak of provision and abundance and prosperity and, and, and God having his hand on those and the wisdom of God to handle finances and teach my clients, this is how you can manage your money. We talk about tithes and offerings. We talk about seed sowing and different things like that. And you wouldn't necessarily imagine getting that in an entertainment company. But, but because cute. you believe that the foundation of every believer should be his word, why wouldn't it? You know what I mean? Why wouldn't they know that? 
it's the one thing you have to have in your arsenal in order for you to minister in song or in dance. You know, it's being able to worship in the beauty of holiness and, and with wisdom and understanding. Yeah. And so that's how we incorporate pr um, principles into oh our- Oh my gosh. I have never seen scriptures from that perspective, you know, as applying to entertainment industry, but it's so, it makes so much sense. Um, I love the fact that you also talk about money because as you know, in the entertainment industry, there's a lot of successful people in entertainment who do not know how to manage their money. Right. And they have wasted time. And because, you know, spending on, you know, things that are, doesn't matter, you know, and instead of building a legacy for future generations for their kids yes. and their grandchildren. So I'm so glad you shared that. That's a very um, unique way of looking at scriptures. And I'm also a big fan of Esther. Um, I don't know if you know this, but I have a ministry called Esther's Oil Ministries. And ah. yes, and that has been a passion in my heart is just to see the transformation, you know, looking at yourself, you know, what as an orphan and seeing, you know, becoming the queen that you really are and going yes. through that, you know, transformation process. And um, so that's really, when you said Esther, I was like, ah, my type of people, you know, so I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Can you tell us one wisdom nugget um, that you could share with struggling entrepreneurs right now? Those who are, you know, hitting the wall and they give us some, give advice to those people right now who might be facing a serious challenge like they think that this is the biggest mountain they've ever faced can you give some encouragement for them absolutely you know if you're someone who is starting out in the in the in the entrepreneur game or maybe you've not started out you've been here for a while and you've been struggling yeah. in terms of of trying to reach your goals do not give up one of the things you have to do is quiet the voices. There are plenty of people, may, maybe even in your own household, your own family, your friends, you know, your church, you name it, who are going to talk, try to talk you out of continuing because they've seen you spend money, go to class after class, do this and that and fail. But listen, failure is not the end. It really is the beginning. Yeah. Every time you fail, learn from that lesson and do it again. Yes. And do it again and do it again yes. until you reach your goal. There is nothing that you that is impossible with the faith of God. I mean, truly, I mean, I've done things I never thought I would do in business to even have a business. I never imagined having a business, period. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, I trusted God. I trusted what he said to me. And I wanted to obey that. And I sought him for everything. Everything I've ever learned. Everything you'll ever learn. Go to him and ask him. He knows everything. He does. Ask him how to build your business. Ask him who to go to for investments. Ask him how to develop your plans. Ask him every question you possibly can. Make God your CEO. Make him the one who you go to for all the answers, and there's no way you can fail. Preach, man. I just wanted to go start dancing because <laughs> that is exactly, you know, what you just say. This is what I talk about. God is my CEO. You know, God is my CEO. I'm just a mismanaging member. I'm just the person who's in fun, but this is not my business. This is right. God's business. I'm yes. stewarding his business. And when you have that mentality that you report to him, you know, and you are just the face, you know, and it makes the pressure is off of you. Yes. You know? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> like this is your bill, God. You gotta have to pay for that, you know, or this exactly. is the project that you're talking. So you need to figure it out. And when you have that perspective that everything you need, because it's his business. Mm -hmm. He will provide and he will yes. take care of and he will orchestrate. There is such freedom in that, you know, yes. and you, you can walk in your day-to-day -day activities with joy and peace no matter what's going on because you know that he's got you. Yes, and, um, And so I love that. Thank you for that important, important, important nugget. Like, don't give up and don't focus on the, thing, the naysayers and the lies of the enemy, you know, because... Obviously, it's going to happen. You can't 
prevent that. It's a fact of life. You know, yes. a lot of times when God tells you to do something, you will have opposition. If you yes. don't have opposition, there's probably a problem because you're not focusing on the right thing. Right, it's not right. a threat, you know, at all to the enemy's schemes, you know? And so I love that. So a few more things. Can you tell us what you what your personal mantra is? What do you live by? You know, your business or life or whatever it is. What is that one thing that you, it's kind of like your life saying? My life saying, um, it's so funny because I was, I was thinking about, there's a song by Don Moen okay. that's, um, God will make the a way. For yes! There seems to be no way. Yes. He works in ways we cannot see. He will make a way for me. He will be my God. Hold me closely to his side. With love and strength from each new day. He will make a way. He will make a way. There are so many times when I thought, no way this is going to happen. No way this is going to work. Yeah. And that song comes to my mind. And when I start singing that song, I know it's going to happen. I know it. It's like, it's the thing that pushes, it tips the edge for me. Because I've been in situations where I had no money, no resources, no investors. You know, I mean, you name it. And I'm like, God, how is this going to happen? Yes. So he's a way maker. Yeah. He is. And that song, that's that's the thing that, that's the song throughout my life since the time I learned it that has kept me through all these years. I Literally. love it. I love it, Katrina. And that's really important because and the Bible even says there will be trials and tribulation in this life. Yes. There's challenges. You cannot uh, prevent that. You know, perseverance, endurance, all those things is what's promised by the word of God that we will go through. <laughs> you know? the, the fact that we will overcome things, that's part of the promise, you know? Yes. And so I love that you touched on that. God will make a way. And I love that song, actually. It's a, it's a classic song. Yes. Uh, I remember my grandma used to sing this. And I just, you know, for me, it was just like, you know, um, it's just a really... I, in fact, just listening to it sometimes really just brings you to tears. You know, there's some music mm -hmm. that the presence of God is so tangible that yes. um, you just, it just, it's just, I don't know how to explain it, but you know what I'm talking about. And I totally do. <laughs> for those of you guys who don't know what I'm talking about, that's okay. It's fine. I'm just saying there's just some songs that you know, like it's just the, the presence of God is so tangible. His love is just... Mm -hmm so consuming and you're just overwhelmed by his goodness and I, you yeah. know for those of you guys who have not experienced that i'm telling you guys you know god is not a, a, a you know favors a person over another person you know he loves us all equally it's, it's the thing about his intimacy the more you desire intimacy with the father the more he's going to reveal his secrets to you the more he's going to reveal his presence to you the more he's going to release his glory to you if you continue to pursue him with every ounce of your being. And the, and the key is that you have to desire him more than anything else that the world has to offer. You have to desire him more than anything that even what you want, you know? And, and so having that perspective really um, will give you a lot of the things that maybe Katrina has mentioned or the things that I've mentioned, you know, that if you haven't experienced that in your walk with the Lord, I'm telling you guys, seek him and he will, he will show himself mighty in supernatural ways. I, you know, I don't want to limit God and I am encouraging you guys who are listening, do not limit God. Do not, you know, think that God is just this four wall thing, you know, in the church stuff. God wants to do amazing things, even your intimate time with him. Um, but okay, so let's continue on and tell us one thing that you think you did that change the growth trajectory of your business if you could look back you know what was that one thing that you did or god did or whatever it is that you that's like that was it that was a turning point of my business and that's when i knew i was in a new level mm, that's a good question good question good question i think um it's really funny i find myself in conversations and, and that probably is the answer. Conversations has been the turning point. In other words, it used to be a time when, like I said, in the early days, you sent out flyers, you did commercials, you know, you did all kinds of different marketing campaigns to get people to come in and become clients. 
But the thing that I have found that has been the, the mainstay of my business is when I've been somewhere out and about and I saw someone that someone caught my eye, whether it was how they looked, if it was a model, if it was, I was at a performance and they yeah. sang or they performed and I went up to them and said, Hey, listen, tell me about this and that, you know, tell me more about you. I love what you did. I, you know, and I, and, and I got into conversation with them and offered them my card. That's really what happened when I got my, our international client. We were in a festival, in a, in a workshop together, and I overheard, not overheard, she literally said in the whole, amongst the group, you know, I'm a new artist, I'm just starting out, I don't know what to do. And it was the light bulb. I was like, oh, I know exactly what you should do. <laughs> and so I went up to her afterwards and said, you know, hey, this is who I am, this is what we do, I'd love to have, you know, follow up conversation with you, you know, let's chat. And each time I've been able to do that, um, I've gotten clients that have, have not only become clients, but they have also shared their experience with other people that have come and said, I mean, for, for a number of years, my clients have said to other people, word of mouth, Katrina, mm -hmm. go to her, she can help you. Yeah. I've, it has been more successful than any marketing plan I've ever come up with. Amen. In conversations and being amongst people. I go to networking events. I go to the kind, not necessarily corporate networking events, but I go where the talent is yes. because of my field. And I go to, yeah, I'll go to high school talent shows. Love you know, that. I'll go to, you know, performances where kids are and teenagers mm -hmm. and colleges and things like that and just walk right up to them or their parents and say, listen, you've got a gift here. Yeah. You know, um, let God, let God show you what to do with it. And, um, that's been, that's, that's the heart of kind of what I do and what my heart is for, for artists is yeah. the, because that's what happened to me. I was in high school and someone mm -hmm. came along and said, Hey, yes. you've got talent. I really want to help you. Yeah. Yeah, that's so good. And I'm just reminded of something that the Lord put in my spirit. How, how do you know which one are the real deals versus I'm talking about, because you, you, I got approached at a young age, you know, you have people who are trying to, and this is just to warn them, you know, to warn new talent, you know, what to look out for, for that these are not the type of people that you want to work with, because is there any red flags that they should be aware of, you know, because you've heard of sex trafficking, you've heard of, you know, yes. all these different things. Can you give a little warning, you know, for, um, for those uh, young women or young men, whatever it is, and what to look out for? Um, obviously, they have you, but what, what is there some tips that they could look out for? Absolutely. Um, if you are desiring to become an artist and you have someone that's interested in working with you, um, a reputable agencies like modeling agencies, talent agencies, booking agencies, they do not require an upfront fee. Mm -hmm. If someone wants you to pay to work with them as an agent or even a manager, that is a red flag. They work yeah. on commission and they only get paid when you get paid. That is really important. Never go into a casting saying you will do whatever it takes. Mm. That is the wrong thing to do. You say, I am willing to learn the industry and to grow in the industry and become excellent in what I do to become a successful model or talent. But whatever it takes, don't use that phrase. Yes. You will be challenged by someone who's sleazy to do whatever it takes and that will, will put you in a bad place. The other part of that, because I say this to parents all the time, if you have a contract, let someone in the legal field read it, yes. explain it to you. Do not let someone pressure you into signing something you haven't read and, and they only give you one hour or five minutes to make a decision. If it's a last decision, no way. Yes. If you're going out of town, the thing about it is you want, if you're the parent, you need details. Yes. Where, how much, who's with, what the context, do the background research, all of that, because that's a lot of, that's how a lot of trafficking gets, uh, happens because they go off with someone and they don't have details. They don't know where they're going. Everything's kind of, they're loose, they're holes in the story and, and 
it's okay for you, the parent, to ask whatever question you want to because that child belongs to you. Yeah. You're in charge. Don't ever let a, a, a business professional uh, be more, uh, make you feel like you don't have the right to ask questions. Yeah. Or to get explanations over your child, no matter how old they are. Yeah. Katrina, those were some awesome tips. And I'm really glad we shared that. I know, um, you know, we're, we're um, limited with our time with you here, but I just wanted to, that was so huge. I think it was really important that people need to know what to look out for. Because as you know, there is um, um, wolves in sheep's clothing, and it's yeah. so important that they could decipher that. So if people are interested, you obviously shared some amazing things um, here on this podcast. Penny, if people are interested in connecting with you, hiring you, working with you, um, I know you have also a book. Um, tell us a little bit about your book and how they could connect with you um, if they're interested in, uh, in, in learning more about your services. Okay. Um, I wrote a book um, called Entertaining the Godly Life, and it is partly my testimony of the first 15 years of me being in entertainment, the lessons I learned, the experiences I had, and the things that God revealed to me during that time. It's also kind of a how-to book. Um, if you are really trying to maintain strong faith in the industry as an artist, um, the things that you need to do, um, you know, it talks about having, having a strong prayer life. It talks about, you know, uh, spiritual warfare and things in which to do, having a strong support system being very careful in whom you associate yourself with. Mm -hmm. Just different lessons like that are throughout the book. Um, and that can be obtained if you go to katrinafryson.com. Mm -hmm. um, you certainly can get a hold of that. Um, the ebook is available at this time. The other thing is if you're interested in uh, doing a course, we have a, a few new courses coming up, which I'm very excited about. Um, if you are someone who's interested in being an artist um, and you want to learn the industry and, and get involved, we have courses for that. Um, and BannerExcellence.com is our company website, and you're, you, you can feel free to go there. Um, Banner Communications has um, a Facebook page and Instagram page. You can certainly follow us on social media. Uh, I would love to talk to anyone and anyone that um, you know sees this podcast and wants to just get some further information, I'm happy to offer you one free hour of consultation. Um, you just want to get some questions answered, um, have a little strategy session about where you go and how to you know, get into the business. I'd be happy to do that for you. I love that. Thank you for sharing all that. And all that information will be down here below. Um, <laughs> um, also, okay, so this time I would like, I always ask our guests to um, pray for those who are listening right now on whatever comes to your heart. Can you pray for those um, inspiring artists right now? Um, and those who think that they were called to entertainment but just don't know where to start, you know, um, can you just pray for them? And even those um, even struggling entrepreneurs, whether they're in the industry or not, um, just whatever God puts in your heart. Absolutely. Father, I thank you so much for this opportunity um, to spend time with Edna. And I thank you for the, the, the wonderful thing that her past podcast is doing in the earth for this generation of people. And I pray for those who are watching today that as they may be new and aspiring artists, you have handpicked them and given them gifts and talents for your glory. I pray, Father, that you touch their hearts, that they may know that there is a place that they can come to, to be trained, to be mentored, to be prayed for and over concerning these gifts and talents and what to do with them, that you would navigate their path and give them a clear strategy of how to become successful. I pray not only in that, but that, Father God, you give those who are desiring entrepreneurship to own companies and to be, um, be of service to those who are in the industry and throughout this generation of people that you would give them insight and strategy and wisdom and witty inventions even that will be a turning point for those who are here. We pray, Father, that you would give them your grace and cause them to know that your hand is upon them. There's nothing that's impossible when we believe in you, Father. And you are able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we could ask or think according to the power that worketh in us. And so may the grace of God abound, uh, abound us all in this time. We thank you for your protection, for your love, for your guiding hand, and for allowing us to be here today to discuss not only entertainment, but, but just business in general yeah. and how uh, the kingdom works in the life of a believer. 
We love you. We honor you. We praise you with all of our hearts. In Jesus' name. Amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Well, guys, I know, and I could probably speak in advance, that I know you guys were blessed by the show today. I was truly blessed. Thank you, Katrina, for sharing your gifts and talents with us and just showing to us, you know, the amazing things that you're doing right now in the marketplace and specifically in the entertainment industry. And guys, tune in next time for an amazing podcast episode. I, again, we have a great mix of um, special guests from all sectors of the marketplace with, um, gosh, I'm just amazing, amazing wisdom nuggets that they're going to be sharing with you, just like we shared with you today. So tune in next time, guys, and we'll be in touch. Until then, keep shining, and I look forward to connecting with you guys again soon. Take care. God bless. Thanks for joining us this week on Estepreneur. Make sure to visit our website, favorandwealth.com, for more information on our services. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes, or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help me out too. Also, check out my book, The Ugly Side of Sales, available on Amazon, where I share seven of my secrets on how to win and grow business the right way. Until next time, keep shining. Keep shining.